Welcome to another episode of Lemon Squeeze, our final episode of the year. I'm so happy that we are going along on this fantastic journey over the sound waves. I am always honored to be joined by my fabulous co-hosts, Mysterio and Lady Camille Cassidine Ninja. In the building, Cassidine. Ew. And of course, my special guest host, Greg. Hello. <laughs> Say hello, you're so chipper. Anyway, we have some fun topics lined up for you today. Um, I think our first topic, because it is the holidays, Greg was telling me about this doll. It's going to be called the Grimes uh, they, Grimes doll. I think it's called the Groke. That's an odd name Grok. for a doll. I think the it's Grok. Grok. It is Grok, okay. Because she said uh, in the article, she said that it's short for Grocket. Oh. And that's what her kids call the rockets at SpaceX, which is Elon. Okay, that's kind of cute. Yeah, so I think it's Grok for sure. I don't want it. And then, no, I definitely don't want it. What makes the doll very special is that it is an AI toy, essentially. And for people who don't know what AI is, it's artificial intelligence. It's like the movie with Will Smith. Literally. And I robot. Yeah, what Grimes is basically going for is trying to push kids to be off their tablets or like TV screens and using their creativity more to be outside more adventurous. But, you know, AI also really develops weirdly. You know, we don't mm -hmm. really know the limitations of it yet. And so I don't I guess, get why you need a doll to make your kids go outside. When you simply can tell them to get their ass up and go outside. Well, if it's Megan, she can make you get up and go outside. <laughs> Come on, bitch. We're yeah. out here to play. She said, excuse me, I thought we were having a conversation. <laughs> we don't want another Megan doll, honey. That doll, I'm not going to lie, I would enjoy her. She would never get mad at me because we would just talk shit back and forth. Megan. Oh, or I'm like, like, and she could protect me, too. Like, I live. Be so mean. But this doll, I don't get for the life of me why someone needs a doll to teach their children to go outside. Now. Here's my positive side of the doll. It could be good for education and you could teach and they could teach kids acceptance and you can use this doll to do a number of positive things. But unfortunately, like uh, who's behind this? Is it Elon Musk? Is one of those things replacing public school teachers with AI dolls? Well, here's the catch for these is that the reason one of the reasons that it's uh in the media right now is because Elon Musk does have another AI doll also named Grok, oh. and Grimes is also named Grok, and they're saying, can they exist simultaneously not being affiliated with oh, each other? Okay. They're separate of one another. Okay. So Elon okay. did this on his own, and Grimes did this on her own from what the article says, but for some reason, they're both named, well, I'm not gonna say for some reason, if it's based off of their kids, it makes sense why they're both named Grok. Okay. But their question is, how can these two exist? being the exact same concept, exact same name, but neither of them are affiliated with Absolutely. either or Yeah, because technically Grog for Elon's side is the AI tool used on X, X also on Twitter. But yeah, it's weird. Also, the toy does not have any screens or cameras embedded in it whatsoever. So there's no mm -hmm. one looking in, I guess, on your child, but it's still an AI at the end of the day. You know, it's okay. gonna learn. To adapt. I guess the version that I would have had of this doll would have been Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> <laughs> so we put like a tape in her. Huh? <laughs> no, I didn't like Teddy Ruxpin. And she moved. Well, she moved her mouth and her Teddy eyes. Ruxpin, glowworm, all that stuff. It I used to move Furby. Oh my goodness, Furby! Well, that's what I was about to say. Oh. My sister had a Furby. Too old for Furby. Actually, my generation was the Elmo, the walking, talking, dancing Elmo. Was like, oh no, oh, I had no dolls. No, I was on bigger and better things. PS Five, PS Four. I was not playing with dolls around then. But I did have a Teddy Ruxpin. So I guess this is their version of uh, Teddy Ruxpin, I guess. Of uh, rich people's. Rich people, because you know this doll is going to be super expensive. And I'm sorry, they are the only people that need a doll to tell their children to go out. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to do it themselves, darling. <laughs> good, good luck. Anyway, our next topic, um, I'm not too fond of talking about the Kardashians or the Jenners. I don't, I mean, I, mar I have more respect for the Jenners than I do the Kardashians. But anyway, Kendall is broken up with Bad Bunny. My boo Bad Bunny finally kicked the ass to the curb. <laughs> yes. He looks so good on this. Y'all, just in case you want to know, when we like talk randomly about what we see, we also have like a wonderful screen here with the details of our topics and we can see pictures of them. And right now, Bad Bunny is looking hella good next to 
<laughs> what do y'all think about this? Good. I mean, <laughs> as I as I said pre pre show, I I get a little annoyed seeing the Kardashians with prominent POC figures. Oh. Like it doesn't feel good because it doesn't feel like it is like a oh we genuinely like like each other. It feels very much like a publicity stunt every time, and that's a little racist. Well, yeah, it is. It is. I will say this, as far as I know, the Kardashians have a tendency to date black men in general. Athletes. Really, it's only... Or well, rappers. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, okay, they have a type. Most of the housewives... You mean they, a stereotype? They, a stereotype, because they know okay, they... Okay, you know what? This I can, I can see this ship sinking. <laughs> <laughs> I will be the first one to say, I actually like the Kardashians, Jenners, and everybody. I don't knock their hustle at all and also i am one to say that i might make jokes but i don't judge anyone on who you choose to love yeah yeah ditto yeah ditto um i will say personally because my socal palm spring girls in <laughs> her little group chat they are in love with bad bunny they you know keep up with his day-to-day -day. so when this first started a lot of them, half of them were split. Like, is this real? Is this fake? I was like, this is obviously a PR stunt. Like, it's Kris Jenner, y'all. We know who Kris is. She keeps her kids relevant no matter what situation. Mm -hmm. If she gets them with a celebrity, that's popular. Bad Bunny was on his reigning era. Like, mm -hmm. he was big and bad. Um, Low-key, secretly, he was still talking with his ex and stuff. And the girls were like, oh, is this actually, like, you know, just for views and clicks? And sure enough, obviously it was. He's mainly speaks Spanish. He doesn't speak good English yeah, that well. Works, so how know. does that even like work with her communicating? I, I with promise her, you, know? she has, she hired a whole team of people just to make sure <laughs> they can communicate. <laughs> she has the money to do it. I'm sure she probably already has somebody on staff. Or she had Alexa read it. It was like, come on, girl, you want to meet Bad Bunny? I need you to translate. Right, Alexa, my man. stand by Google. Well, you know, there are like uh, earbuds that can translate as someone speaking to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. those yeah. exist. So I mean, yeah. like, they're out there now. And if I now that we're talking about, it, if I'm being serious, he should be smart and have his own translator because you know he's mm -hmm. bad money. He has to travel, concerts, all that stuff. He should have someone to speak. I'm sure he does. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure he does. So yeah, I don't think that is. She looks banging on this picture though. She looks really. I love really this good. outfit. I, I like that. It's I don't weird. get it's this. Kind you of know, futuristic. Yeah. Overall, I, I respect it too individually. I respect Chris's hustle because she does what she needs to do to keep Ooh. her daughters in the limelight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Period. I admit that she's a. She's definitely good at her job. She keeps her children matched up with rich men. Mm -hmm. I can honestly say I, you know, kind of missed out on keeping up with this particular relationship because Cardi and Offset are pretty much all I'm worried about right now. Oh, my mm. babies, I know. But anyway, our next topic, um, I wish, I guess I wish them both well on their own journeys. But I'm not going to lie, I do not keep up with the Kardashians <laughs> nor the Jenners. They don't matter to me. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I appreciate what they've done for themselves and they must and them hustle, like you said, and making their coin. Yeah, but I have no interest when I see them on TV. I skip quickly. <laughs> and, you know, I don't want to lose any more brain cells talking about them. But speaking of brain cells, my brain cells was literally blown away. So I was on the Internet, on the YouTube, on the TikToks, and I ran across some people posting videos of someone like literally getting banged up in the Senate, Senate office. Now, in the Senate, what was it? It was the floor, right? The hearing, the hearing room. The hearing room. Yeah, it was I, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Now that we've been doing all this AI stuff and, you know, people can Photoshop the hell out of themselves, mm. I thought this picture was a cropped one. But, <laughs> allegedly, this was real. Mm -hmm. Now, it, the only good thing that I can say I'm hoping is that finally the Republicans and Democrats are working together. <laughs> what do y'all think? Just died. This is wild to it's me. Wild, I know. Well, I guess we've been trying to get both sides to come together for a long time. <laughs> At least it's exciting now. In the, I mean, come on now, they're not using it the, to pass laws, <laughs> you know. But they might be passing something. Oh yeah, they passing. They're um, definitely listening to "Bang Bang" by Ariana Grande. Y'all, we can sit and make jokes about this for hours. This was absolutely hilarious. If you have not seen it, I'm sure the scandal is all over. The internet. If what, you are, I think it was George Santos before he uh, <laughs> blaming it. He, they, he is one. They wanted players. to blame it on him so bad. I bet you they wish it had been him. You know they were sitting in that office. They said, "God 
damn it we did it too soon we, we did, did it, it too, too soon. soon i just think about like well like you know because we're obviously on the inside like the outside looking in all these other countries are probably like damn america again just making a <laughs> fool of themselves i know right i mean i mean but the, the, some countries have dictatorships where they can't do things like this <laughs> but i guarantee you george santos called two hug judy's and was like i want y'all to go over there and bukkake the senate floor Oh my goodness! The whole Senate floor, honey. <laughs> my thing is, my thing is, first of all, the guy that they're saying, Aiden Macezarowski. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Uh, he, when asked about it, he never actually denied it. He said that in the past he has made, you know, bad choices, and he wants to make better choices in the future. So he still hasn't actually owned up to it. But look at look. Oh, at him. is that? And then he's only oh twenty-four. He looks like oh, the government ain't dropping everything. Look, this is the catch. Oh, this okay. is the catch, y'all. He does OnlyFans. I was just oh, he has an OnlyFans. Well, so do you think there's even, an OnlyFans of this? You know, damn. Well, you know, damn well, a PR'd his account up so high. Um, Mr. Stone Crazy, go ahead and make an account. So He's not even that cute, honey. I'll pass. For research, log into your account. I know you got one. I'll pass on that. <laughs> what do you think, Camille? He's not that cute. I'll pass on it. He's, you know, I would say I, I don't like to yuck other people's yum. So I, I wouldn't say I would say that he's not my flavor of okay, tea. Okay, there you go. He's not. You know, he's not a throat coat, but you know, he's like a good dollar store tea. Oh. Honestly, Look at oh, that! No. Like, I see some was, pictures on there. And, he, I, was, and was, he the, was he the was he the receiver? Oh, I think so. Click on that picture. He of has course, a whole vest. That's fake. That has to be. Of fake. course, they found him in a harness. Oh, okay. okay. No, that's definitely. Oh, okay. <laughs> he has a decent little body. He's Is he cute. Folsom. I need to vote. Yeah. <laughs> now you ready to become a politician? I'm about to be a politician. <laughs> Sign me up. Is that what they oh, look for? I guess that's not. I guess his head. So was he? Uh, no he was in the bottom. Was, he was uh, banging that gavel for sure. Oh, he sure was. Oh, so you doing the bending? Mm. Well, at least they're doing something in there because they're not passing laws. They in there stuffing each other's. Baby, I wonder did they do it in Marjorie Taylor Greene's seat? I yeah. Oh Lord. If I was gonna do something like this, that's what I would have done. I missed it. It did say I had mm -hmm. That yes. is insane. That it's a it's a very famous hearing room. Yeah. That's insane. And uh, apparently from where the video is seen in the clip, you could tell like who seats it is. I missed it. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, that is insane. <laughs> and apparently the person who seated it is once he saw the video or heard about the whole thing, he was And his seated. name is Aiden Aiden Zarasi. If I'm saying that yeah. uh, we're probably saying this absolutely wrong. But anyway, I'm sure y'all can know where to look to find this. He's actually not bad looking. I take that back. His head does not match his body. <laughs> <laughs> He said, "Put a bag over like that AI stuff." <laughs> I was just playing, y'all. Anyway, I mean, I mean, I guess to each is its own. Wow. Yeah, that's. I know the Republicans; yeah. they face skins are melting about this one. <laughs> I wish I could have a political debate like that one. Oh, oh. wow. Anyway, also polit politically speaking, Donald Trump was uh, kicked off the Colorado ballot yeah. recently. Um. They said the, some Republicans actually pushed it forward, but the Democratic Supreme Court is the one who actually ruled on it and made it so. Now the matter is being kicked up to the Supreme Court to see why or why or when or how that's going to move forward. But as of now, he can no longer run in Colorado. Now, people are saying that this is totally wrong, that Donald Trump should be allowed to have his American due process. But I'm going to say something. This man has been indicted. I think they said 90 something times. He has also like, and it's not even allegedly, tried to get the election to be stolen from Joe Biden. He has, is responsible for creating the everything, the, the, the creating the insurrection uh, problem. What will it take? For Donald Trump to literally look like a criminal for these people uh, at this public point, public exorcism. I don't think so. I think I think his base it. likes him so much that if he killed someone, that they would literally be like, "Oh well." Yeah, they were. He was defending he himself. Defending himself. It well, was a home know, invasion. Well, this is the thing they they would make that up. I don't think they necessarily like him, but they see that he is useful. 
you know yeah, I, in order yeah, in order to do some you know because I, I feel like a lot of them don't actually like him but they see how useful he can be so that they can get their agenda done mm -hmm. you know um but i don't think it'll there's there's nothing in my opinion that can stop anyone from viewing him as a potential leader in this country like there's nothing we yeah, can say we to anyone grace. and i feel like that's just the cycle of society like we are on the deep like we were at a really high point at a you know and it's now time to dip because, like, you know, every empire has its cycle. And I feel and I like think we're reached, the American we're empire is reaching that, that decline to, you know, rebirth and start over again. Mm -hmm. um, I just was like, when, when is enough enough? Like, you are mm -hmm. president. It didn't go the absolute greatest, but you were there. Everyone, nobody could say you weren't president. And then you had all these legal issues that had to do with the presidency. Now you want to run for president again. Like, wouldn't you just be done, like, fed up, like... I'm going no, back I think someone like him who's a narcissist, I was about to say, who yeah. likes to win. It to, to to this man, it is not about politics. It's it's literally he lost, and he doesn't feel like he really lost, and he wants to be known as a winner. So mm -hmm. he is willing to, like I said, a child that if I can't play with this toy, you can't either. So I'm gonna break it. Yeah, and that's what he legit is doing. And the people like you said that follow him, the the politicians that stand behind him, they secretly call him dumb and idiots and stupid, and you know, and then they get to make things the way they want to mm -hmm. in their image. I think that's what's sad about it. The only thing I am hopeful for is to know that everybody in this country doesn't like Donald Trump. So that's a good thing. <laughs> and these polls that they magically pop up where they say, well, Joe Biden is not leading and Trump is leading. Where? Who then didn't ask me how I felt about him? Period. <laughs> <laughs> I love the polls. I'm like, where y'all, where do y'all go to colleges and ask these kids who is who? Because that's how they do them. Yep. But they don't ask the people how we truly feel about someone like they're ruling our country. I'm going to let you know. I don't even like Joe Biden as president. I do not. I don't care what anyone says. I think he still represents the old. Mm -hmm. We need to do something different in order to move this country forward in so many ways. Joe Biden may have done good things and passed some good policies, but I mean, he old. He old. He can barely walk up and down the stairs. <laughs> like I'm just. When I get that old, I'm just gonna retire and enjoy enjoy me a nice glass of lemonade on the beach. Period. I'm not gonna be trying to run for no president, honey. We need. Youth, we need forward-thinking minds. We do not need Trump. I mean, goodness grief. Good job, Colorado, because I feel like every other state, including the one that I live in, needs to stand up. If you agree with this, that he created an insurrection, and y'all say, well, state to state can make decisions according to their governors. We need to do that because that's mm -hmm. important. Do it. Let people get pissed off because that's what we have to do. Because federally, you know they're not going to do it. No. Anyway. Mm -hmm. If you really care about the rule of law, y'all need to do something with Donald Trump, honey, because he's just showing you that the law truly doesn't matter unless you're poor, a person of color, or black. <laughs> I said that separately because no, for some period. reason we the most hated minority in the world. I don't know. Anyway, speaking of hate, I can't hate on this movie, y'all. I love it. Hunger Games remains number two in the box office since its debut Ouch. with 140 five million dollars in sales domestically and three million dollars globally wow mm. are you are you <laughs> i love this movie y'all have you seen it i haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet it's but that's so my it's my good. plan to watch it this weekend it's so good we watched it like twice right yeah, yeah. <laughs> no good. yeah viola davis oh baby my woman Wait. king <laughs> Wow, she yeah, killed it. Dumb. I feel like she didn't have enough of a role in this movie, but it was about President Snow. Well, yeah. I mean, I think there's supposed to there is a sequel book or supposed to be a sequel book as well because I, so. I think this is supposed to be the sequel, the sequel trilogy, kind of like Star Wars. So this is going to uh, be yeah. President Snow's ascension. That's mm -hmm. what I. Was, that's what to I get to the point to, to where they are now uh, in the beginning of the original series. That's that what we I want. Got yeah. to know. I want it. It's a good movie. That makes me happy. The yeah. story, the storyline is so good. Mm. Like it's so good. I remember reading the Hunger Games in school. Like I was like, oh my goodness. Like this is this is like quality, like fantasy and like action and you know. But it's something that could be very real to what what we what our future could be like. Yeah. Because we already know that the continents are going to smash back together again at some point. So, um, you know, it's just that these visuals, these. Uh, 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 this CGI, like the story plus all of that. Oh, beautiful. I'm sorry. Yeah. Can we go back? You said all of the 
continents are going to smash back together no 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 no. i'm saying so i'm saying that what this 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 dystopian future that they're writing about got you okay nam is one large and it's sort of, united states and i'm saying yeah in yeah. The, like scientifically in the future we know that pangea is going to occur again oh, yeah, the, the super continent of, is going to happen again yeah, over time that, that's that's still in like millions of people. No, but I'm saying, but it's still very something close to what could happen. Not in our lifetimes, but you know, having that storyline, I think that's what's so enticing is that this could be something that happens. Yeah. We were just talking about the other day too about sequel movies and how it was I forgot what was the exact like discussion, but someone was like, Yeah, like sequels are never really as good as a prequel mm -hmm. but hunger games is actually one of those where it like thoroughly is consecutively has you engage and it like it's good i don't know how to explain it but it really does keep you engaged and going the way that suzanne collins wrote this whole like world was phenomenal she really like tied in some references from the original trilogy to her source material in this green book mm -hmm. and it's just yeah we compare a lot of um the Viola Davis's character, she really says, like, at one point, you know, humanity, when they're thrown into a pit, it's fit for, you know, survival mm -hmm. of the fittest. You lose your humanity, you lose your morals, you lose that humane, and what you become is, uh, you know, an animal. Mm -hmm. And it says a lot to it applies a lot to a lot of different real life, like, situations. Yes. yes. I 100% mm -hmm. agree. Well, if Donald Trump wins the, pre the presidency, he'll be I guarantee you it'll go be Panem. Don't compare to President Snow. <laughs> uh, young, I will say, I have not seen this movie, but that young President Snow <laughs> could smash if he wants to. Oh, okay. <laughs> they said that Trump was cute when he was young. Uh, not yeah. to me, though. No, uh, -uh. no, 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 no. Yeah. You in the thirsty. Charlie Chaplin younger is cute, too. Oh, yeah. Charlie Chaplin, we just watched Charlie Chaplin is looking at fine you. as hell. Yeah, he was looking. a very attractive He was fine person. as hell. He had a lot of women. See, he could have me too. They said at one point he was the highest paid uh, Hollywood star in the world at the time, Charlie Chapman. Yeah. I love Peter Dinklage's character. Oh, I know. I, I mm -hmm. love Always plays some really good characters. He was the dude, he was the big dude in charge, but he was this little angry man. The story played, is good. The story is good. Yeah, it's well written. And I think that's something other movies can borrow. Yeah. Writing these stories. Good. We know the rinse and repeat already, producers. Stop it. Yeah. Give us some good content. We will go to the movies and watch it if we can't predict the plot in the story. I'm sorry. There's so many movies that have come out this year that I've been like, I'm not going to see that. I know how it's going. And I was right. <laughs> like, come on. And Marvel. 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 <laughs> but anyway, good job, Hunger Games. Yeah. Um, if you have not seen this movie, check it out. And I'm telling you, after watching it, it made me rewatch all of the other ones with Katniss. And that's how yeah. you know it's a good, it's a pretty good cool movie. I even want a, one about President Coin. I hope we get something about President Coin. That whole dynamic was great, too. Mm -hmm. But congratulations, Hunger Games. Mm -hmm. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. Are you interested in achieving new fitness goals in a fun, inclusive, and queer-owned space? Well, come visit North Strong Gym on Central Avenue in Northeast Minneapolis. This community-focused fitness space provides the most approachable and inclusive CrossFit, lifting, and mobility classes in the Twin Cities. CrossFit may seem scary or unapproachable, but North Strong has scaled workouts for truly every level of athlete. Whether you're looking to get swole or just need to stay active enough to lift your grandkids without getting hurt, Diversity and inclusivity is a key pillar of the North Strong business model. And for us, that means anyone. No matter who you are, what your fitness experience or goals are, there is a place for you here. Owned by local drag queen Daiquiri Defile, find North Strong on Instagram at NorthStrongMPLS or their website, CrossFitNordEast.com. Check it out now and get 20% off the first month or ramp training sessions for listeners of the Lemon Squeeze podcast. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for our sponsor. We appreciate you for sponsoring the show. We are going to keep things going. Oh, and if you know what that means, I'm talking about my girl, Cardi. Cardi. I know. I usually, I'm hype. And I'm definitely a Cardi. But Cardi and over here, I love Cardi, you, baby. Cardi. Yes. But anyway. Mm. 
she's breaking up with Offset, and you know, allegedly they filed for a divorce finally. And the funny story to this, with all of his cheating, he said, "Oh, Cardi B took all of the money, honey." Not all. She, she took cleared. her money. Well, which is literally ninety-nine percent. Yeah. yeah, from what I heard, Offset has been on hiatus, and we all know that to be true. <laughs> so at the time, Cardi was shaking her ass and making all the money. Mm. So who you money you think? got milked out of that bank. I got exactly. two words for you. Spousal support. I'm not going to say that now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the first time she divorced him, she was going to go after him for spousal support. I mean, uh, child support. Mm. Yeah, she tried to divorce him already once and he turned up at, um, was it Soundset? And on stage, on Rolling, right. what was it? Mm-hmm. Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud while she was performing. Yes. Mm, he put out an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. On stage in front of everybody. I would have been pissed. I would have been pissed if you like literally came up and ruined my damn concert to try to make up to me after I caught your ass up. I'd have been pissed. She's over here performing at one of the biggest music festivals in like the world. It's her debut one, I believe. And he's over here like yeah. using that to PR pretty much like the crowd into like your time. Yeah. I'm it- sorry. How dare you? Right. How dare you? Not only how dare you, how you dare you do that to a black Afro-Latinx woman in her prime of her career. And then that you know, is Offset, so mad disrespectful. It is mad disrespectful. And Offset's father and Offset's sister are stepping in. Her his sister, you know, and you can go and read it, honey. She put it on YouTube. She said, anyway, how can you expect a man to be rich and famous and not cheat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, I'm sorry. Look I'm at Courtney B. Vance and Angela yeah, Bassett. Yeah. What? Good example. Oh. Oh, oh they don't, don't, not cheating. He's talking about being committed in a oh, relationship yeah. and being celebrities. Gotcha. And he's rich, but he's not cheating. Gotcha. I just I, think that's a nasty. I, I, I'm not. A, I'm not a woman, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's a good message to send no. to. Yeah, to no. Like it's okay for him to cheat because he's rich. So if yeah. I'm making money, uh, this is the thing. Let's just acknowledge that claiming being rich is a very subjective term. Yes, and, like yeah. it, the money that I'm making now. If I thought this was enough of what I needed to. You know, fulfill my dreams. I'm rich. Yeah. So, like, now you're telling all these young men that when they feel like they're rich, now they've reached a new level of breaking the rules or or, or exceptions. Like, that is just disgusting. Yeah, that's gross. And then his dad also said that that he didn't feel that she should have went online and aired it out like that. Now, I'm a little I can see that. I do understand that being private with your relationship Mm -hmm. disputes. But we don't know the back and forth that's been going on between them enough to break her down enough to where. And I think she even said on the video, like, you don't take anything serious to the point where I had to yeah, go she, on live to get my point across with mm, them. She, mm. she kind of had a, I'm not going to say a breakdown. It wasn't a breakdown, but she definitely she just lost she it. She lost it. She let it all out. Mm. But Cardi's always been pretty forthright. You know, on the gram and on X and everything, she likes to talk to her fans. Yeah. She likes to let them know what's going on. Because I remember once upon a time, she actually said, I like to tell my story before the media gets a chance to. Mm -hmm. So. We also have to acknowledge, too, that their relationship has been in the media for so long that at this point, from a PR perspective, you know, if you're going to divorce, people are going to want to know what, uh, people are going to want to know what, um, what's going on and why that's happening. You know, so they've been in the media for so long. I can see why she took to, you know, the internet to, to explain what happened. On top of, I want my my story told from my perspective. Okay. I'll say this though, you don't always have to tell people. I I wish we could normalize people getting divorced and it just yeah. be because it's time to move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she we realized that. that yeah, we fall out of love or we're both too busy or it doesn't really have to be a scandal or very we're definitely you know? not living during the British monarch no more. Like, you know, it should be definitely be it's true. Yeah, because, you know, back in those days, it's good that you brought that up um, is that, you know, back in those days, marriage was taboo. You know, a woman was not allowed to separate from her husband without being looked at as a spinster etc mm-hmm. nowadays you know you can fall out of love and especially when the woman has more money than the man and leave but i wonder if cardi was the one that was doing all the cheating to offset would it be the same response 
like with Offset's family, be like, "Oh well, Cardi's rich. <laughs> she <laughs> sleep with as many men." What did you think? To. She's like the baddest bitch. Yeah, in America. you the one that wanted to marry a bad bitch. I don't know. To chill it. out, Offset. Oh, literally. Oh, yeah. But they got kids together. I, I really hate this. And what I do, what I really hope that comes out of this is these two can parent those beautiful children together and put all their nonsense aside because they got mm-hmm. together very young. Offset is still very young. I mean, I wish them both well. I don't, I'm not mad at either. I love Cardi B, but we don't know what was going on behind that closed door. Exactly. So exactly. I wish you both well. I, you know, I hope y'all work it out for the sake of your beautiful children. I mean, speaking of beautiful children. Oh, yes. Daughter, my daughter, she's going to lead this story this time. No, yeah. So we have all seen Weekend Update on SNL. And we've seen in the media about uh, Beyonce looking too white in that platinum wig and the platinum outfit and all that. a little white right here. You know, and well, the thing is what what a lot of folks I think don't understand is what you wear does visually change your skin tone especially with lighting yeah especially with lighting and everything so her already being a light-skinned poc individual platinum on those bodies lighten the skin tone yeah you know if ken was in something light you could see how much lighter she is but the thing with snl is that they uh on weekend update michael che and colin jost uh give each other jokes that they don't actually read or see until they're airing the skit and so uh, Michael Che wrote a joke. Uh, I mean, Colin Jost wrote a joke for Michael Che that yeah. essentially said that uh, based on the picture of Beyonce, she's now white enough that he now finds her attractive as a black woman. And we do know how deeply misogynistic and yeah, kind, of, kind of gross it is in its roots. Um, and so they had... Uh, a civil rights activist, I believe Hattie Davis is her name, that was there with them. But, you know, it's weird because it's that fine line of is it funny or is it perpetuating something? You know what I mean? Mm. I think it's funny. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Oh, no, I enjoyed watching it. I'm going to say that flat out. I had a really good time watching it. And I think Colin Jost and Michael Che are great examples of comedians that walk the tightrope in a nice clean way that's not jokes though like exactly everything is so politically like pushed especially when it comes to race and i'm just going to be real and i know a lot of people ain't going to be happy because i'm not one of those negative people when it comes to race we need some some humor we need it because slavery happens all of these things these bad things that happen to us happen but we're no longer here in this times we don't Mm -hmm. have to forget that stuff in order to push forward as a country yeah so i'm actually like for me personally when i see this happening with two people of different races making jokes and each of them making jokes about their race Mm -hmm. and they wrote them for each other i think that's great i'm sorry like great i think it's a great example of where comedy it's funny, yeah. And sit yeah. in today's society. We are, you know we're going to have some people that's going to think that it's bad, but I think that's what's wrong with society now. Everything is just so negative. So I'm sure Beyonce was sitting at home laughing at things. <laughs> I totally would. They poke at her all the time. They've had a skit with, uh, what's her name? Maya Rudolph playing her. I love, I love Ivy, Beyonce. Where she's like, Uncle Prance. Uncle Prance has brought you a gift. In the black dress <laughs> with off the shoulders. I'm telling you, one of my favorite skits. I tell you, I've watched that skit when it came out. I used to watch that on every lunch break I had in high school. That shit was so funny. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Fred Armisen is Prince. Oh my God. Yeah, I love, I love when they do that. I mean, it's funny. That's what comedy is supposed to be. It's supposed to make you laugh and it's supposed to be a little like, ooh. Well, that's exactly what the appeal that comes from like these types of like skits or jokes is the shock value. People, you know, that's what grabs the- What makes me like them, yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to be shocked into laughter. (laughs) That's what you meant, like, yeah, the type rope is definitely what- Yeah, I love the type rope, yeah. Yeah, and when you learn how to walk that line successfully, oh, you've got a full career there. But, you know, you you have a lot of comedians who kind of go too far. Mm -hmm. They don't know really really know how to walk that tightrope, so that's why they're so controversial. I think locally, when it comes to hosting, this also applies, because Mm -hmm. I like to tell fine line tightrope jokes, because it's funny. But yeah, I do think that sometimes, you know, the jokes can be a little, you know... Vulgar. I hate vulgar Unnecessary vulgar is not funny. I don't like it. Oh no, yeah, I feel like... I feel like in comedy, in the same way that they say, if you use swearing, that's a sign of... 
a lack of intelligence because of a sh low vocabulary. In comedy, vulgar jokes are that exact same thing. Exactly. When you have no content. You're not funny, so you say something nasty. I would disagree. Bernie Mac made a fabulous career from using nothing but vulgar but language. Bernie Mac was a comedian in the 90s, it, where yes. that was taboo. Because you got to think I'm an 80s baby. You know, the only people we had that was doing stuff like that maybe Richard Pryor and the 70s on up, mm -hmm. but you did not see it heavily televised. And then then you got the Eddie Murphys, the Bernie Macs, the, uh, mm. uh, I forgot, Steve Harvey. Yeah, I think at that point in time, but now in the 2000-somethings, if you have to make jokes that they were making in the 90s, you're not funny. And yeah, I, I, agree, I, I agree with you. But I think we also have to acknowledge that Bernie Mac was good at making other types of jokes as well. Yeah, no, yeah it wasn't great just totally yeah. vulgar. Yeah, no, it wasn't just all vulgar. Because his career. Amazing career. But he was able yeah. to use vulgar in an actual comedic way, yeah. unlike unnecessary vulgar. Mm -hmm. You can still use vulgar comedically. It's just some people use it too repetitively or too much in it. Yeah. yeah. And he got a main screen, main uh, stream TV show Which, and uh, was able to be funny down without being in, having any of those jokes. And mm -hmm. he still told jokes mm -hmm. that a lot of people would have been like Ooh. but it was a black tv show and it was meant to be very <laughs> black it was very you real. know whatever he said some real, he said some real stuff it was a yeah. fake situation if you've never seen the bernie mac show i know it's old school to some of my list please watch it's it funny it's a good show. it is hilarious please watch it you know and speaking of new school stuff uh greg i'm gonna let you <laughs> leave this topic because i don't even know who 21 savage is oh, yeah <laughs> we're still talking about male celebrities um recently in a rolling stone interview 21 savage did not want to talk about his friendship with drake he felt when he was described to ask about it that describing male quote his words he felt he feels like describing male friendships is zesty unquote <laughs> zesty and for people that don't know the definition of zesty because it's a newer word being said amongst the younger crowd it's a, one of those the, you know hip you know it's hip. We apply. See, I'm old school. For you hear our zesty, it's called food. flavor. You yeah, food. Booty in the booty. So when you say zesty to me, that means Drake tastes like some Cool Ranch Doritos. Oh my <laughs> goodness, my favorite. I can uh, punch and crunch all. But that, you but do find Drake attractive. I love though. me some Drake boo. So Twenty One Savage, I'm gonna tell you something. You think that it's new? It's not a new word. When we think zesty, we think zesty tasting. Yeah, you know. So I don't think that's a good word to I say. I think it's also because, you know, I don't I don't know if y'all listen to Drake, but you know, me and the girlies from SoCal do. I and he came out with a joint album with twenty one, you know, earlier this year, if I'm not mistaken, and they had that song where, you know, Drake's like twenty one can you do some for me? And everyone fucking took that and ran with it into like this meme where yes. he was zesty for him. Like, Ooh. and so I think 21 gets sensitive now when Ooh, he's like, ranch. you know, because he got tied into it. Cause uh, you know, Drake don't care. Drake, you know, he loves his fans. He don't really care. Drake's always been like, I'm in the fashion. Oh, he'd be queer baiting. But you know, he does. What really sparked it off was that when they first went on tour, Drake painted his nails because, and he even says in a tweet, he, Painting his nails because he was trying to uh, stop biting them. Um, mm -hmm. Another artist. But did he paint them clear or did he paint them a color? He painted them baby pink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? So, like when do we? <laughs> like when do we? <laughs> me personally, I feel like Miss Honey. Machine Gun Kelly has been. Now, mind you, I wouldn't ever compare Drake to Machine Gun Kelly, but, but Machine Gun Kelly, you know, his whole career, he's always had painted. But it. Machine Gun Kelly, that's always been his vibe. That's kind of like that setting in like so very like rock. Is Machine Gun Kelly zesty? I don't think that he sees it. Machine Gun Kelly probably doesn't have an issue talking to his friends mm -hmm. about their friendship. Only people who say that word zesty, they might be the ones Miss Holler. But I also oh, think. I think this is a great example of cultural differences too, because I know growing up, like the white boys in my school, nails painted. Yeah. The black boys, if you had na your nails painted, yo, why are your nails painted? Like, you know, and you know, and I think that falls in line with like this is that like it's the insecurity of the heterosexual male. But we know Drake is not, you know, yeah. above it. He was on Degrassi, honey. <laughs> Yeah, we know he was an actor before he became a okay. rapper. Yeah, I'm just being real. <laughs> no, that's he didn't start playing hard until he got into the rap game. And I'm, I guess he needs something to do because I, Drake, no shade to you, but them albums have, them, them songs have been flip, flip, flopping. Ooh. No, baby. No. Y'all saw that one he brought out where the, like, the girls, 
No, I don't, yeah. It was like a dancey version. It was so horrible. That I forgot the like, house. Yeah, I saw the music video, just, which was whack. Yeah, this wasn't Drake's vibe. No, I know. I feel like he definitely was smart for trying to get into that genre because it's popping right now, but it's not his. He should have done that a long time ago. He should have got with a couple more extra zesty producers to make sure it came out right. <laughs> Uh, they brought like, this one for the kids okay right because <laughs> i think now no shade i think now that beyonce has gotten into house and techno everybody trying to jump on over there now. yeah yeah everybody wants to beyonce is a brilliant yeah she's brilliant but drake miss honor we want savage zesty yeah. is not a good word let's <laughs> respect man zesty, to me that means you taste know it. that part cool ranch dorito drake <laughs> <laughs> All righty, uh, Mysterio, Jonathan Majors. Oh, oh, Jonathan, poor Majors, but he was convicted. I think they dropped most of the charges that he had against him, but he was convicted by, I forgot what was he actually got convicted for. He was in New York, correct, when he got convicted? Yep. And Talking to you, Mike. Oh, sorry. Yep. And um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has officially dropped him. They dropped him already. Well, yeah. mm -hmm. apparently they were still up in the air until mm -hmm. they were waiting to the verdict of the trial. And, uh, you know, he got a guilty verdict. But I, I feel like as soon as the gavel came down, the judge said guilty, his contract, they were in the back ripping that contract up. Like, Ooh, they had that ready to throw into the fire. You know, because they already blamed him for the decline of their sales with some of the movies. And again, Jonathan Majors was not the the issue. It was poor writing was poor and writing. rinse and repeat mm -hmm. writing and scripting. It's not his fault. Y'all stop writing these terrible scripts and blaming these people. But I mean, I know how I initially said that, you know, the lady has issues and clearly she needed some help. But again, I always will say we don't know what happened yeah. in these households without yeah. cameras being around and what he's like. And he seems like such a sweet person, but sweetest people sometimes seems like the psych most psycho. So You're not wrong. I, I just hate that he has to go through this because he was such a good actor. Yeah. Man, we lose him so fast. Oh, well. Well, let's hope that he has like a robert downing jr recovery yeah because he came back from he's yeah. only going to be sentenced for a year so it's not long but it's unright that's a still, long time in the world of well, movie and the well, celebrity because things back. are so are scheduled yeah. out so they, far in yeah. advance didn't they say he could get up to a year he won't go to jail between now and then the judge might he won't go to jail. Won't they? He well, probably. I thought that he was officially sentenced. He's getting sentenced February 4th. Right. So, but we still don't know what the sentencing actually is. Mm. I can't see him going to jail. He's probably going to go to celebrity jail. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, most likely. But let's see who Marvel blames next on. Maybe they'll go back to Brie. <laughs> well, who did they blame uh, on the Marvel's movie? <laughs> Oh, who did they blame? Brie Larson, I think. Oh, Brie Larson? I think they blamed when, the whole cast. Which I, yeah. don't I don't understand. What did Brie Larson do that was wrong Yeah, I don't get it. I, don't I, get I liked Miss Marvel. She acted in that movie, and she gave they gave her a script, and she she read it, and she yeah. did a job. Mm -hmm. It's not her fault. The reason why Marvel is, to me, and I'll speak for myself, I don't know about you all, it's just too many things going on at one time. Oh, look at making Not sad. only do we have like the shows on uh, Disney+, Plus. We got all of these movies that are there trying to tie in. We still been waiting on the damn X-Men for like, I don't know how long. Give me a remake of that. But like, I think after the Avengers, they could have stopped. I think, I think because of this, we might get the X-Men. Because they're, so? they're scrambling. Because they need to. Oh yeah, they're pushing it fast. They're scrambling. Yeah. And we've all been waiting for X-Men. I know a lot of things that they're waiting on is that the Marvel characters as a whole were all owned by different studios and different organizations and conglomerates. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the MCU was doing what they could with the rights that they had. So like Blade, that's why we're getting Blade because they just got the rights to Blade. Um, Spider-Man, that's why Spider-Man for the longest time was felt very separate until yeah. Civil War because Spider-Man was owned by Sony. Yeah, Sony had it, yeah. I know, and now they made that. an agreement. I mm -hmm. do know that. Sony was smart. They was like, we want to bring out our own video games. And they said, though, they only will give them some movie rights, no gaming rights, like, no. like. I don't yeah. blame them, though. Sony has that on lock. I play video mm -hmm. games. Go Sony. PlayStation exactly. 5, baby. And we just got the portals, honey. I'm you were stupid. just talking about that the last <laughs> yes, episode. Baby, I love it. But Jonathan Majors, I wish you well. I mean, I know this is tough. You got to be careful kind of people you date. And especially when you're trying to become a celebrity. Why would you want someone tumultuous in your life? I I no, feel no. bad for Grace Jabari. Um, I, mm -hmm. I hope she heals from this and everything. I also feel bad for him because, like you said, we don't know what actually happened. Right. Yeah. Some of the evidence shows that 
if nothing else, it was a mutually abusive relationship. Well, it was toxic. Yeah, you but can see that. This is what I'm getting to. Megan Good is still with him. She's going ten toes down with him. And I grew up with Megan Good. She's one of my all-time favorite black celebrities, no matter what anyone says. I trust her. And I feel like if she really loves him and she really believes in him, then maybe he's not as bad as we really are thinking. Mm -hmm. Well, in relationships, it takes two. Like, you know, I don't think that he actively is going in a relationship just toxic. I think he just met somebody who fueled that fire. Fueled it. Yeah. Sometimes you meet people that bring out the worst in you. Mm -hmm. And this probably was just not a good time for him to be in that relationship. Well, he does not look like an innocent lady. I'm just... Being real, she went and said some. He tried to beat her, and they went out dancing with people the same night. Right. She looks like a drama queen, and, well, and you know. Yeah. What I was saying is, the new girlfriend always knows the tea, so I feel like if she. she well, he fine, honey. She, mm -hmm. <laughs> she is done that. She like I got Jonathan Majors, honey. I mean, Megan is, like, Megan not, is a hot too. He not gonna put his hands on me, girl. Don't drink. Right. He ain't <laughs> that, like she ain't That's gonna, not what's not gonna happen. She's gonna put some of them hot grits on him. Uh -huh. No, we, don't, we do not condone violence. Or nowhere else, boo boo. <laughs> Baby, you just you just brought Medea into the MCU. That's some old school stuff I've heard from my grandma. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Back in the day, hot grits was. Was the go-to. <laughs> but anyway, of course, we have reached the end of our show. But before we go, I like to shoot the shit with my host. So this is what we're about to do. We're going to talk about some of the things that are going on locally mm -hmm. uh, and announce a few shows before we go. And it is the holidays. Ew. I'm so happy. This is our final episode of the 2023 year. And we'll be going into 2024 with a bang, with a lot of fabulous special guests. And like I said, I got my host now. So this is really going to be a great journey. But like, what's the tea in the community? Give me some good juice. <laughs> I mean, Facebook be hot. I, we don't have. Has it been chill now? It well, I've been shit posting a lot, so it has been chill. No, me too. I've been. I've looked, but I don't look. I've been playing my PlayStation, honey. I'm not gonna lie. I've been focused on other projects and also just trying to wrap this year up so that I can yeah. start off the new year like clean, sort of like spiritually and mentally cleansed. Yeah, we all focus. You know. I mean, don't get me wrong. If something pops off, you already know I'm going to be right there. Oh, I love looking. I'm telling you, my favorite thing. I may not comment or post, but I be sipping it, honey. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you sit there like, oh, what? Oh. Tea with y'all go? Do y'all go and like refresh it so you can see yes, the new <laughs> Now listen, yes. when I when I do hear that there's tea out there and somebody says something, I do jump back on Facebook. But me I'm not too. There all the time like I used to. I'm an no. Instagram kid. I'm a Monday girl. Like if I'm gonna get all my tea, it comes on Monday. All on Monday, yeah. I'll oh. it all. Oh. And you know if it's good, I put it in the family group. Baby, see, that's why. That's why I love Aranya. Oh, Ryan, you give you all the I miss it. She's, she makes sure that I know if she miss it, I'd be like, girl. Chad is my uh, Chad is my lemonade pour. Uh, <laughs> if I, the, the if I don't get the tea, he definitely will give me a cup full daily. I Chad. That's where I get all my good tea, y'all. Well, if it's juicy, there, I will put it in the group. Yeah. Baby, it's the database right there. Yeah, that's the database. That's our, uh, our secret family The group. Casabase. The Casabase. I like that. No, it's not scary. <laughs> Pause. Let me tell you something. <laughs> my family, we do not waste time on negativity. We be in there trying to talk about projects and getting stuff together and making some coins if we can. Or shit posting. Or shit posting. Right. Posting TikToks. Like or we reading each other. Concerned. Or reading each other. We don't be concerned about what be going on out here, honey. How That's you doing, Mysterio here. Welfare, Cassidy? They read each oh. other. I'm doing good. Uh, former Never Gonna Happen Again, Cassidy. Oh. oh, what are we talking about? <laughs> God no, <love> remember <laughs> when I changed his name in the group chat to Welfare? Uh, oh, y'all do be ticking. <laughs> I had to change her name to Delusional. Oh, my mm. God. My family group is fun, y'all. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a secret and we will not be sharing. We can share shows that are coming up, though. Oh, what indeed. We got? Yes. So this is coming out on the next Friday. So we have Priscilla SUC's birthday show on Saturday, January 6th. It's going to be the week Priscilla. after. Priscilla, one of our lovely little younger local celebrities. Priscilla. So if you have the time, make sure you come out to support her. We do have some special guests coming up from Iowa. And also Vogue Down Minneapolis is supposed to be performing for the birthday as well. Come out to Saloon and enjoy a special edition of Hot Pink UC. Oh, that's going to be good. I'm going to have to come check the UC. What are we going to call it? The UC-verse? 
the Yusiverse. <laughs> yeah, the Yusiverse <laughs> for her birthday. Also, um, I think Julia has a show coming up. Julia Star. Yes. One of my sisters. Um, is it, it's, it's like I Roots and Rooted? Roots and Rooted. My daughter Jasmine is also in it. That's coming up. Oh, yeah. It's the... Like, uh, Roots and Rooted. When is that daughter? Routes and Roots and Routes. Okay. And what date is this show? I thought it's January 20th. 20th? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's the 20th because I know the special guest is going to be coming and working with us Drag for Drag Brunch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she's Drag Race uh, Thailand. Thailand. That's going to be cute. And it's put together by our very lovely, we miss her dearly, Maria. Maria is oh, the one that Maria. is like really organizing He's coordinated with Julia. That's mm -hmm. going to be great. And this is an all-Asian show. Oh, so Movies. many good. Uh, Kiki Galore is on cast. Yes. Uh, Aqua Boba mm -hmm. is on Aqua, cast. Well, my daughter, both of my daughters, Aqua and Und Jasmine. Undine. Undine. Not Undine. Really? <laughs> yeah, Undine. don't be doing her like that. Undine. My assistant Undine is in it, who is so Frozen. talented. Oh, Frozen. Real quick, I know everyone who listens to the Lemon Squeeze, the name is Cassadine, not Cassadine, please. Please stop. Oh my God, <laughs> that drives me crazy. Please Thank stop you. That. Thank you for saying that. Because it happens everywhere. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> uh, Bojo is also on cast as well. Bojo. Brianna Boho, I believe, is, is their that name. Her name Brianna. Mm -hmm. He's pretty good. Uh, one of our uh, Akira Onis on it. Okay. Made in Taiwan. Uh, Alexandra McQueen. Ooh. Sunny Kiriyama. Hope Jane. Sunny Hope. Prince Morel. Olivia. Uh, no, Oblivia is not on this poster, oh, unfortunately. Wow. I love you know, Oblivia. I do too. That's going to be a good show. Also, if you're in Minneapolis, make sure you go to Roxy's and check out Roxy's. They have shows, I think, from Thursday through Sunday. And then they have uh, we have Hot Pink at the Saloon that happens on Tuesday at 10 p.m. And then on Saturday, also at 10 p.m. No, at Eight, at believe. eight on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you can join us at the Gay 90s uh, for the Ladies of the Femme show. Um, Mercedes is the show director at that show. And then, of course, we have flip phone drag brunches when they're mm -hmm. not sold out. You can join us there. Uh, we have all kinds of shows. We have shows at uh, the new Black Hearts. I forget the name of that show that's happened with Daiquiri and. Um, oh, uh, it's called express express it looks like a good cast too i saw the flyer oh yeah i've done express a few times it's always a good time over there yeah and then we have fairly dusted uh Gina ruteo yeah that's a good show that's over at one of the breweries um make sure you go online and check out um facebook and instagram you can see all the shows please support all of the local drag in the community because if we support this art we keep it alive no matter what show who show it is mm -hmm. we should be out here supporting each other and loving each other and bring some tips and tell your friends and entertain us promote your shows oh my lord Are you a part of these shows and y'all don't promote them that exactly. helps get ticket sales promote your shows anything else my calls mm, i don't not for me. Not well, for me. I just wanted to say, since we're talking about promoting our shows. Oh, you got a shout out from me? Uh, yes, definitely. Well, tomorrow, I, obviously, you guys won't be able to see it. It's sold out. Thank you, Minneapolis. Yeah, it's sold out. But we're doing Grinch, How the Grinch Sold Christmas. I'm so excited. It's gonna be well, so you Christmas. can't say that tomorrow because this podcast ain't... Right, it'll be over by the time. Yeah. But when you hear this podcast, you can come out on the 21st to see Trolls Drag Brunch. It'll be the next time oh, I perform yeah. for Flip Phone. Um, and then other than that, I'll actually be joining Hot Pink on January 20th. Nice. Well, that's going to be nice. Well, lots of fun and loaded shows that we have around in this community. Mm -hmm. uh, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, and follow the Lemon Squeeze podcast. Today's episode is called the Lemon Smoothie with a splash of mango juice. That's all. <laughs> As always, thank you so much for joining us for another episode. Make sure you check us out every single Friday. Happy New Year, children. We look forward to seeing you or entertaining you in 2024. We love you. As always, Drink your juice, Shelby. Smooches. <laughs>